Welcome to the Peanut Butter and Jody Podcast, where we discuss life, love, and the art of successful relationships. I'm Jody, and the love of my life and partner in crime, Laura, is by my side. Say hi, Laura. Hi, Laura. Hello there. Hello, Bubba. How are you? I am very well. Are you? Yes. Why are you very well? Well, I'm not cold for once because we are in Florida. Sunny Florida for our very first remote Peanut Butter and Jody podcast. Yes. Yes, just like MTV, remote control. Except we don't suck. No, we don't. Um, Yeah, so we've uh, traveled south to uh, to see the kids and hang out during the holidays from New Jersey, which is cold and icy, and I hate it and disgusting and overpriced. Mm-hmm. And we brought the dog. And we bought the dog. The stinky dog. She smells, but I don't, will she fart on command today? No, she hasn't been. No, she's actually been uh, quite the non-farter because she's not been eating very well. I know. It's okay. That's fine. That's yeah. fine. She'll get over it. She's oh. a, she's a little chunky monkey. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, she's she's fine. Uh, So yeah, so we're doing a remote podcast uh, using our delicious little blue raspberry microphone. I would love to get an endorsement deal from Blue. I use so much of their stuff, it's stupid. Hmm. So yeah, so we have our new uh, little remote gear, and we're giving it our first go round with a couple of the uh, youngins in the room. So today... um, I just have to say, who better to do this with than these two? Well, yeah, because in in the grand scheme of things, our our podcast is about a lot of things, and sometimes we tend to go off on tangents and stuff, Um, but ultimately, it's it's about... um, healthy relationships and the the art of successful ones you know what it's about love actually is it really Mm -hmm. that sounds like a movie title (laughs) a brilliant film (laughs) so um so we actually came down and we are we're hanging out with the kids and uh our first young couple our first young couple correct Mm -hmm. so we are going to have a mr and mrs thomas weiser weiser it's german uh, more pleasantly known uh, in the the scope of our podcast world is Alex and Tommy. Uh, so Alex being our daughter, Tommy being our son-in-law. And they are newlyweds. So when we do get to our stunningly perfect, delicious newlywed game, we will actually have people who are newlyweds. Not mm-hmm. oldlyweds acting like newlyweds or people just exchanging body fluids. Okay. These are actual... Oh. Right. Newlyweds. Okay. Yeah. So um, so we're here with the kids. Say hi, kids. Hi, kids. Hi, kids. <laughs> See? Well, there you go. Talk about uh, that's like a little Pavlovian response. Drool. He didn't drool. Oh. He should have drooled. I didn't wow. get the joke. Uh, oh. Yeah. Pavlov's dogs. So yeah, so we're, we're hanging out with the kids. We're here in sunny Florida, and we are going to have a conversation, and I'm sure we'll learn some crazy crap about people, mm-hmm. and get a little insight into the workings of this little dynamic that we have here. See, so you guys have gone through um, through quite a, a uh, uh, interesting and bumpy ride to get this far, with a tremendous amount of change and life changes built in along the way. 
Sure. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it's uh, it's all it's all good stuff because at the end of the day, um, they've done what you would expect a couple to do. That they've teamed together and work with each other's strengths and um, have used those strengths to get through challenging times. And I think that that in this day and age is a, a very big deal because. Uh, frequently, as we've seen and we've referenced in our podcast, couples do not stand as one. They tend to to stand uh, separately and and yeah. not really pair up together when when the going gets tough. And you got to like each other, or it's not going to. You work. have to, yeah. And I mean, love's great, but like is better. A lot of couples meet on social media now. And you going guys, back to your last podcast on cell phones, and oh. we actually met in person, in which is life. like really. Unusual, yeah. and actually, we're, I'm going to talk a little bit about um, the so- social media thing with you guys mm-hmm. and your your takes on it because it's some something I observed, and I think it's it's actually an important step as as a new couple moving in to this kind of age where everybody's super connected to to kind of take a proactive step to kind of maybe not be so connected or be on the bleeding edge of technology and engage. To that degree where you're existing through, you know, Snapchat and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. Snapface. I don't know. You know, all the stuff that's out there. Um, but you should say first that she's our oldest. Yes. Alex is. All right. So here's here's a little bit of the background. So Alex mm-hmm. is our oldest. She's uh, soon to be a 23-year-old. Um, yeah, a few days. Yeah. And, uh, a couple weeks. So so we had her way back in the day. Back no, in we a, were young. Were we? You're like 15. I was like seven. <laughs> seven, but well-developed in the lingam, if you know what okay, I'm saying. all right. <laughs> Booyah! Uh. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so she's our, our oldest. She's uh, she's going to be 23. And Tommy, you are 25? Yep, turned 25 in September. He turned 25 in September. So there's a couple of years between them, but at this age, it doesn't really mean anything. No, no. Once, once you're out of school, everyone's pretty much the same. So, um, you know, they met a couple of years back. It was a nice, well, they're gonna perfect. Let I'm just let me speak. Oh. Tone it down, lady. Mm. I've got control of the room. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, um, in kind of a uh, fast and furious way, got together, hanging out. Everyone's good, and um, I want to hear some details about that story. Okay. All right. All right. So. Dad. So um, the first question would be, where did you guys meet? Well, would you like to answer that, or would you like me to answer that? You can go first. Well, we met at Whole Foods Market in Cherry Hill. I worked there first New in New Jersey. I worked there first, and then Tommy transferred from another Whole Foods mm-hmm. because his favorite boss was there. Yes. Yep, Jamie Cotmeyer. Jamie Cotmeyer. Shout out to Jamie. Shout out Cotmeyer. <laughs> so, um, so you transferred because your boss was moving over to the new store. And I didn't like the boss I was working for at Plymouth Meeting. So Plymouth Meeting. So Tommy was in Pennsylvania. Alex is in New Jersey. Right. So Alex had just graduated from culinary school. Yes. And she was doing, um, she had a couple of other jobs in that area. You moved back home. Right, you did yes. uh, a little bit of work in Philly. Yeah, I did a little in New York, a little in Philly. Yeah, and then when I moved home, 
I did not like the bakery I was working at in Philly. Right. So I looked for another part-time job, and that's when I stumbled upon Whole Foods. And then that became full-time very quickly. Right. So I stuck around there, and we are both still with Whole Foods now. It's been quite a ride, but we are both back at Whole Foods at the same Whole Foods. Um, but yeah, but in Florida, and we'll but get to Florida. how you got. Exactly. We'll get to how you got here. Yeah, but she should let us know, or they should let us know what they do at Whole Foods too. Right? Yeah. What do you do? Well, I am a certified artisanal baker for the Mid Atlantic region. Wow! Oh, <laughs> the first I was, I was certified. <laughs> oh, first I in the am company certified as well. Mm, pardon me. Um, but I at Cherry Hill anyway. I made all the scratch breads, and I worked in the bakery. And I still work in the bakery. And what were you doing? At uh, what point of my in career? In Cherry Hill. What, what did you come to Cherry Hill to do? So I was in grocery at that point. Gro- grocery slash dairy. Yeah. Yeah. So he was Tommy from the milk Grocery. Tommy. He was the milkman. Tommy and Grocery. Yeah. yeah. And then, but you kind of did, did a couple of other things. Kind of a jack of all trades when it comes to the Whole Foods market. Yeah. I kind of been around the block a few times. Now, you kind of fell into... Um, oh, I thought, doing I thought something. you said I failed. No, you, you failed. You failed. You, you <laughs> fell into doing something at Whole Foods, which I found kind of interesting. Which was what? Uh, you tell me. What is it that you like so far the best? Oh, seafood. Seafood. Yeah, absolutely. My boy's a fishmonger. Well, not currently. Well, not currently, but he likes the fishmongin. <clears throat> and let me tell you, I, 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 I can mong the occasional fish myself, if you know what I'm saying. Delicious. <laughs> I like seafood. You people have the horrible, most dirty minds I've ever heard in my life. I, I didn't say anything. You. I'm, I'm talking about monging some seafood. Yeah, that you know where it order. went. Okay. You people. Let me tell you something. So you guys met at Whole Foods Market. Mm-hmm. right? And how was that? So how did you stumble across each other? Now you're, you're bouncing around in grocery and she's trying to get a bread program launched. So she kind of stayed in her corner of the store and bakery and being grocery and dairy. I kind of had free range, so I was able to walk around a lot and take shortcuts, quote unquote, uh, through the bakery. So in the Whole Foods world, you're a free range Tommy. Yep, for the most yeah. part. Mm-hmm. Free range, yep. Free range Tommy, no grass fed. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Right. And you kind of bounced around. And so what in the world interested you in my lovely daughter? Whew. Answer carefully. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That one, that's a good one. What first attracted you to Alex? Her big green eyes. Oh, that's That, that nice. is an absolute fact. I was, I was gonna I was gonna do a joke there, but no, it was it was the big green eyes. Oh, okay. That's very nice. So so how did you how did that kind of happen? So, very so slowly. who's who's making who is making the moves? Very slowly. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 kind of funny how you would say in our relationship it was fast and furious once we got together, um, but leading up to it, it kind of took some time. Because okay. we well, he came to the store in August. And we didn't get together until June. Wow. Almost a whole year went by yeah. of us just knowing each other and nothing actually It was happening. that long. And you remember, I liked him. And I, I came know. Home and I would refer to him as my future husband. You said, I'm my mom, work husband. I met this guy, Tommy, and I'm going to marry him. And then? You did. I, I should play the lottery. You should. <laughs> you should. But um, why did it take so long? Yeah. I don't know. I guess I think it, it I was, think good things come to those who wait. 
and are extremely nervous about talking to pretty girls. That's wow. an answer. Well, right. That was nice. For a while, I didn't know his name, and he would say, you know, in the hallway in passing, oh, hi, Alex, and I'm like, hi, hey, Clark, hey there, hey, Clark you, Kent. buddy. What's hey up? there, super <laughs> fella from grocery. But I Dairy didn't know guy. his name, and and sometimes he would walk by me and say hi, hi Alex, and then, you know I'd say hi Tommy once I eventually figured out his name. But sometimes he would just walk by me and not say anything, and he always looked like he was going to kill someone. As you know, he still does now. Yeah, it's a good yeah. thing though. I like it. I like yeah. the I like the intensity. It's, it's the furrowed brow. Yes. Yeah. But, yeah, you gotta pull it out every now and then. But you do. Yeah, you gotta I, I, stand your ground. Exactly. I received mixed signals because I sometimes I was like, oh, I think he, he might like me a little bit. And he had very strong eye contact. And then sometimes he would just walk by me like he didn't know me. So I'm like, oh, maybe he's just being a friendly guy. And how, how do you justify that? Oh. Um, I would say... Because <laughs> you're cautious? You're, you're like a cautious guy, right? Um, For the most part. But I would say, I remember all the times that I got up the nerve to talk to her, um, I wasn't on that much sleep. Mm. So I had uh, very early shifts, like 4 or 5 a.m. And there's a certain point during that shift that you get a little dopamine kick mm-hmm. because you're really tired and your brain kicks in some dopamine to pump your ass up. And uh, that's when I got the nerve to, to talk to her. So if she caught you kind of on the downside before the dopamine kicked in, well, she may have gotten you in the middle of something. Right. I was never too angry at work to not talk to her. It was always because I was too nervous to talk to her. Aww. And I would just kind of, you know, go into my shell. A little bit. Yeah. That's okay. That's okay. But but really, in, at the end of the day, um, you know, caution is good as long as you didn't lose her. But you did. Right. Yeah. 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 So, and I was, I, I stalked her, so I knew I wasn't going to. He knew my schedule. Yeah. Yeah, there he you go. He Googled me. I, yeah. He Googled her. He didn't have social media, so how, how else are you supposed to find me? That's true. Google me. Uh, yeah, through smoke signals. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, here he goes. So let me ask a question. Shoot. Were you nervous, Alex, when Tommy would come around? Not really. I just no. didn't, I didn't know what his intentions were or if he actually liked me at all. So, I guess I was a little nervous, I, I guess. A little hopeful, hoping that he liked you too. Yeah, but didn't want to get my hopes up too much. I mean, I was... You just came out of a... Pretty yeah, cruddy relationship. Too, yeah. yeah, I was dating around. I was, you know, going on dates with dating guys. around. You Playing me, the field. Mm. Well, you told me I dated guys faster than I could change my underwear. It's and true, but you know what? I never but, change my underwear, so... <laughs> yeah. If you Not much any, of a dater. But... Maybe something in a mesh. <laughs> a low rise, perhaps? You have to date to when you finally get the person that you spend the rest of your life with, which is always our intent, you have to make sure you date enough and get enough experiences behind you that you say, hey, been there, done that, and now I know what I want. Right. But yeah. I wasn't looking for anything serious. I was about to go to Ireland. Yes, that's right. With my girlfriends. That's so cool. I was pretty excited for that. Hmm. And I didn't want to get into a relationship going there because who knows? He yeah. could just be some random guy that I break up with a month later or doesn't work out. I don't want to go settling into something before I go across the country to live my life or, you know, across the world rather. So, yeah, it makes I, sense. I wasn't really looking for anything too serious, but I was hopeful. I was, you know, let's see where it goes, whatever, you know. What did you think? 
Yeah. Um, at what point? <laughs> well, well, so, so where, where do you kind of kind of jumps there? So where, where do you where do you go from there? So where, so where are we? So where do you get to from from stalking and checking her out to actually saying, okay, I'm going to make a move here? So let me just make when I when I jokingly said I was stalking her, hmm. I would look at her schedule because I just wanted to know when she was going to be That's cute. around. That's very sweet. Yeah. That's fair. And generally, she worked eleven to sevens mm-hmm. um, at that point in time. And 11 o'clock, like I said earlier, is when you, that dopamine kicked in. And you're that, ready to... And that's when I was Mr. Nice and Loopy Guy. <laughs> yeah. Loopy Guy. Yeah. So so when did you get up the, the courage to actually ask her out? Well... Who asked it's, it, who It's asked? very unclear who oh, asked who out. Yes. But before we get to that, we should talk about, and I'll defer to you, about... The very subtle bomb that I that I, I dropped on you when I was in the dairy cooler. Yeah, when you're in the dairy cooler. So I in the, the dairy, dairy cooler. cooler. I would keep my bread in the dairy cooler to. That's to, what they all say. Yeah, to uh, <laughs> sit overnight. Yeah, proof the I, loaves. Yeah, I would keep it in the dairy cooler because it's the biggest cooler in the store. So I had the most room, and that's most of the time where Tommy would work because he was dairy. Okay, mm-hmm. so. You know, odds are if I was going in there, I'd check my teeth before I go in because there's a pretty good chance Tommy from Grocery is yeah. in the dairy cooler. You don't want any poppy seeds chilling out no. there. <laughs> so um, I went in there and he asked me if I had any plans for the weekend with my boyfriend. Ah. Um, out of nowhere. That's a subtle uh, fishing for the is there or isn't there right. type yeah. of scenario. Yeah. I got you. I got you. Yeah. And then I said, well, I don't have a boyfriend. So <gasps> when was this? Would you say like the time? Like May? Yeah, maybe April or May. Okay. So it was a while. So it was about 10 months after. That's a long nine time. Nine months after the that store a opened. Long time. Yeah. I had other things going on in my life. Not, not dating wise, but... It was, I would say, between August and probably April when I asked about your fictitious boyfriend. Um, I probably, I probably wasn't ready for a girlfriend at that at that point. And you also had more uh, courage, I guess, because you had just moved into an apartment. You exactly. weren't living at home. Exactly. But what was your response when I said I don't have a boyfriend? Um, you, you go ahead. I, I I know what I said. That's but said, I said oh. A pretty girl like you is single? Is that what you said? I don't know. I, I think I said something a little more smooth, but yeah, something along those lines. Yeah. I can't believe an amazing girl like you is still on the block for a fella like me. Basically, yeah. All right. Back so there then, in the dairy cooler. Yeah, back in the dairy cooler. Back there milking cows. Surrounded Sounds by like, the milk. Mm. Sounds like the back in the west. You know? Utterly ridiculous in Boom. the milk cooler. Oh. Boom, yeah. there it is. Pun number one. Put it on the board. There it oh. is. That's the first pun. Uh-huh. That's right. just That was a pun, hun. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Right, so, so, so what did you do on your first date? Well, there was a new um, stir-fry place that had just opened up in the same plaza as Whole Foods and um, I was on a juice cleanse at the time mm-hmm. preface with that because mm-hmm. I was getting ready to go to Ireland in about a, like a week or two probably mm-hmm. okay so you know I had to look my absolute best because I told him I may meet the love of my life in Ireland yeah. the Irish love of your life Irish that was love. a possibility yeah so, so a little green. Little man. did you know I'm German. Little <laughs> little <laughs> <juice> <laughs> lens action, and then I I 
pretty much asked him out. If we're, I really wait a minute. I, so what did you, how did you ask him out? Like, well, what was, because I said that I was hungry, and I said, you know, there's a new uh, a new stir fry place opening up called Honey Grow right said, across the and street. Me so hungry, right? That's what you said. And um, <laughs> stop it. And Sorry, I said fuck. I want to try it. And then what did you say? He's like, yeah, yeah, I'll go. I'll go no, with you said you. you said you wanted to try it, but you didn't have anyone to go with. I and literally laid I, it all out on the and table. And then I you. very confidently was like, oh, uh, I'll I'll go with you. And it even took a minute. No, it did not I, take I a maybe minute. You weren't catching on. That's because I was celebrating my head. Right. <laughs> yeah, party in there. It was, <laughs> it was funny because I asked him what time he was done work, and he said. Five, I think. So done like five, and I didn't usually work Sundays, but it was on a Sunday. I had to switch a shift with someone, and he, he said he was done at five, and I said, "Oh, me too." And then I like ran back into the bakery to my boss, and I was like, "I got to leave work two hours early today. I'm actually <laughs> done at seven, but I told him I was done at five. <laughs> they totally were supportive of it because my boss also had a crush on him, even though it was a guy. So um, wow, yes. Mm. So what? He was supportive. And I did not he was know also that. The one that See, here me, it is. He was the one that told me that when I was in California for my bread certification, somebody was asking where I was and when I was coming back. Was it was it Steve Buscemi? No, it was you. Oh. Okay. Mm-hmm. And he was asking people in the bakery when I was coming back. Oh. Very nice, because he was probably totally fearful that maybe you quit. Yeah, and I knew who was asking about me. I, I didn't think that she quit. I knew that she was in. I knew you were somewhere on the on the West Coast, and I wasn't. That was kind of all I knew. Yeah. Ooh. So you. So there was no like unnodding pants. Like I had to go through nodding here. Pants. I had, she had to unknot my pants. When Santa I was pants. Oh, oh, of course, yeah. of course. Of or how about when he said, "Here's my card. Give me a call." None of that was involved. No, I didn't yeah, have cards no. at that point. No, I did. Yeah. <laughs> There's no business cards like, hey, Sally, give me a jingle. Yeah. Hey, I can't help it. Look. You're like, here's my card, Hey, baby. I'm a smooth sailor, And sister. then you go on vacation. I did. And uh, and do you know what I did on my vacation? What did you do on your well, vacation? You, I was building a dollhouse. I don't know what we're talking about at this point. <laughs> I built a dollhouse on my vacation. That's great. She's talking about when when I first met her. Um, and I was Santa and all this other stuff. I had given her my card and hugged her and all this other stuff. And I'm like, here's you did. A, I did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah here, here's my Santa card. Right? North Pole I, I, I don't know why I gave her my business card, but I had one. And it wasn't with the intent of trying to show off and be cool, even though it's kind of a Probably cheesy dick move. Um, but... She figured I wasn't going to get a hold of her or anything like that because she called the number that was on the business card and I wasn't there, right? So what was I doing? I was home building a dollhouse. I don't want to know. That's what I was doing. Okay. Sounds like a serial killer, doesn't it? Sounds weird. It was actually very cool. It was a little Tudor house, right? I was was going to wire it. I was going to wire it and all this other stuff. Mm. So yeah, so that's what I was doing. I wasn't out there philandering with chickies. So anyway... You have a question, my love? Which one you want to do? You ask. We didn't finish the first date. Tell us about the, um, the more date. about the first date then. Stir fry? Fill us in about the stir fry. So we covered who asked who out. 
we yes. believe. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Still up in the air. Could be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty clear. Pretty um, clear. I thought it was pretty clear. Yeah, yeah it's pretty clear. Pretty clear. Um, so we <laughs> <laughs> had wow, stir- right? we, we went and had stir fry at at Honey Grow. And was it good stir fry? It was good. Actually, you know what? I didn't like it the first time. Really? Because, yeah, because I, I wasn't f- familiar with this type of restaurant. And at that time, I wasn't eating pork. And, um, yeah, I think... The other white meat? Exactly. Right. So, let me ask a question. Were you guys nervous? I wasn't nervous. No, I don't no. think I was. So, the one thing I always say um, is that I was never nervous on the first date because I told myself... At least I got to this point. That's good. That's good. Yeah. I think it's good to have that that perspective um, because at least you know that that you were the way you needed to be Mm -hmm. and whatever happens beyond that happens. Right. 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 So cool. So we have the first date and everything's peachy. Let me ask a question. You can ask a question. Thank you. Um, So when you went on the first date, did you guys realize you had a lot in common? No, we didn't have much in common at all, actually. No, we no, not no. a lot at all. No. He so, wasn't big into Disney, which was one of my first questions. Oh, Tom! Didn't really I have really changed. Oh, you I have, have. Yeah. Um, but I also didn't know if it was just friends eating out, you know, for you know just one day. Yeah, is, is there chemistry? But he he paid automatically, and mm-hmm. on the walk there, I found out that he had a very nice car and his own apartment. Wow. Oh. oh, a man with a plan. And that he was 22. He was and 22 you were at how the time. old at the time? I was 20. Okay. All right. So that was all good things. And then on our way out of Honey Grow, it was kind of an awkward, like, goodbye. Shh. I didn't really know what handshake, high five. Or, or And then as I was about to leave, he said, do you want to catch a movie or something? And then I was like, this is totally a date. And then you saw... Pitch Perfect. Mm-hmm. Pitch Perfect 2. 2. two. Oh. Yeah. Neither of us really like Pitch Perfect. It was just kind nope. of a... I think it was between that and some sort of Avengers movie. Stop it, I'm going to insult you. I'm sorry. Tommy. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Oh Something God. like that. But um, it, was, it was Iron Man. I said absolutely <gasps> not. I'm not watching that act <laughs> <of an> actor. <laughs> <laughs> Jack Black is Iron Man. That's what Tommy thought. <laughs> <laughs> So um, so how so, so let me ask a question. Go ahead. So so you start dating, right? Mm-hmm. But we only started dating after I came back from Ireland. So that's you not, had not, that's not necessary. You kind of had the one. You were like one and done at that point. Oh. Um, we had a few dates. We yeah. had our first kiss and stuff. Um, we went out to eat a few times. I don't. I saw your apartment before that too. I think we had like a pizza night, pizza and movie night at your apartment. Mm-hmm. Um, no, we definitely had a few dates leading up to it. But I told him. I didn't want to commit until after Ireland. And then what did I say? And then you said, as soon as you get back from Ireland, I'm tying you down. Is that what you said? Yeah. Yeah, something like that. So I'm going to tie you up and tie tie you down. Wow, okay. Yeah. Um, Excellent. I still have the ropes. It's not Fifty Shades. Yeah. yeah. The day I got back (laughs) from Ireland, which was June 12th, June 11th, and I got back on June 11th, June 12th, I had a work training all the way up in PA, so I was already jet-lagged, went to my class, already had all my stuff packed, and went straight to his apartment. Did wow. you miss him when you were in Ireland? I did. 
Because I know you missed her because you were asking about her. Oh, no, well, that was in California, California. But yeah, of course I missed her when she was in Ireland. I texted nice. him a lot. Yeah, but did. he didn't want to bother me because he wanted me to, you know, have fun and stuff. And I we I had a, a lot of fun in Ireland, of course. But I was excited to come home. Oh. And yeah. And so June 12th, we officially started dating. Okay. Wow, okay. Very nice. So how long did you guys date before you figured out that... Each other, each other's the one. It had to be pretty soon, yeah. Because um, we started dating June twelfth, and you moved in August fifteenth. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we Something came back. Those lines. We came back from vacation, and she was gone. Yeah, there was tumbleweeds where my daughter lived. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was spending a lot of time over there anyway. There was a while where I would, you know, still insist on leaving and not sleeping over, you know, because you just, I didn't have my pajamas. I need to wash my face, things like that. So I I would still leave. I'd get home at like two or three in the morning. I had to wash my face. But you know what I mean. You don't want to go and wake up all gross. And so I just, but how does that that mean that, so, so, okay, so you progress to a point where, um, you're you're staying over and moving in and all this other stuff, but that still doesn't doesn't mean like you know this is the one I want to spend right. the rest of my life with. Right. Well, for me, I was never very comfortable with anyone else I'd previously dated to to sleep over, mm-hmm. and let alone like not wear my makeup, walk around in pajamas. Like I was always very comfortable. I never felt awkward or insecure around him. I always felt. Like, he was never judging me and that he liked me with or without my makeup from, from the get-go. There was never any no weird... pretense. Or yeah. So, for me to be able to stay over there and feel fine about it, even if I wasn't feeling well or if I had a pimple or, you know, whatever the case may be, I, I didn't... Nothing would stop me from staying over there. With a lot of my other boyfriends, I would make excuses if I just didn't feel like it. You know, oh, I have a family thing or, you know, whatever I could to stay home and chill out. But... Staying at Tommy's was relaxing right. for me. It felt you know, right. I felt very comfortable and at home, and I didn't feel I didn't feel weird, except for the fact that I had to parallel park every time I went there. Oh. Yeah, that's not fun. Oh, that was that is not fun. But now. he impressed me then too, because the first time I came over, well, and he, he said I live in Philly. And I'm like, oh my god, I have to drive into the city. Oh, I hate driving in the city. Little did I know, Northeast Philly is like a little suburb. Not a suburb. Well, Still Philadelphia. So. Yeah, suburb? But, but Philly is kind of like, you have center city Philadelphia, yeah. and then you have the sprawling outskirts of Philadelphia, right. the city, which is all still Philadelphia, so South Philly, North Philly, right. um, all those different areas. And it's very much a very flat, sprawling town yeah. right. at the end it's, of the day. It's, very, it's a very big city because of the like outer neighborhoods. It's right. not it's not like Chicago. Like if you are in Chicago and you cannot see a skyscraper, you're not in Chicago. You're right. in, you're in some other, you know, little city yeah. or something. Yeah. Philly, but for someone who's not from Philly and has never lived in Philly, you know, anytime we would go to visit Philly, it's you're visiting Center City. So right. when I think Philly in my head, I'm like, oh I'm going right into like the city. But right. but when I got there, he was already running up, running downstairs. From I'm the so surprised. Duplex, and he parallel yeah. parked my car. Yeah, I think he did that for me the other day. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. He, he definitely, one He's thing I will say. He's very accommodating. About my son-in-law, okay. Yes. Is that he cares about us to the nth degree. Oh, yeah. Now, I don't consider myself a rather feeble guy or anything, but I was walking my dog 
like two days ago, and I was out there like. I don't know, maybe about five minutes, six minutes, and Tommy comes running out like a ninja, Never ready to fight. Like, Where's he going? He's ready yeah. to fight people on the streets. He's like, I just want to make sure everything's cool out here. And I'm <laughs> you like, you fell in a ditch. I'm or like, something. all right, buddy. I, I, I did. I did think that you fell. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I broke. That has I, happened before. I fell and have broken a hip. <laughs> yeah, but see, but he's but he's that way with he is. with all of us, and I think it's it's um it's very appreciated. Yeah, really of course, is. because he really yeah. he really cares. He really loves us, and we love him. And it's it's very it's a very cool dynamic. It um, is, it especially is. since he could legitimately choke somebody to death. That's I great. think that's a plus. <laughs> I love that. Um, yeah. So let me ask a question. Okay. Here, um, so you moved into Philly at a pretty young age, right? So you kind of went off on your own. Yeah. Right. So, so tell me a little bit about, um, you know, how how did you get there? What was it like for you growing up in Philly? Um, you know, and and moving out on your own. So, so what was what was your upbringing like? Because we know what Alex's was like. Sure. You Do know, we? Were you in, there? I think I, think I was I raised there. her myself. Yeah, no, so we, we're, you know, we're pretty much. But people also know what your background was like, and Laura, being Laura, and people know what my background was like, right? Coming from uh, coming from Crazy Town. So, why don't you give me a little bit about what your life was like coming up? Um, how I'm, how far should I go back? As far as you are comfortable. Okay. Um, so. Born and raised in the Mayfair section of Philadelphia, not the best of neighborhoods, but not the worst. It was it was a fairly okay neighborhood when I was growing up. Working class. Um, yeah, for the most part, mm-hmm. and of course, I didn't really know any better because um, we probably moved out of there when I was maybe eleven, mm. something along those lines. Then I, we moved to. Um, the Winchester area, still northeast Philadelphia, nicer area. We moved from a row home to a twin, and uh, yeah, lived there until I was about 20, 22, and that's when I moved. I mean, I didn't move very far in my Ooh. first apartment. It was it was literally around the corner. I used to I used to run past my mom's house when I would when I used to run. Um, so yeah, it wasn't very far. It wasn't really about wanting to move into the city, it was, or even wanting to be on my own, I just, and this is, this kind of sucks to say, I just didn't want to be where I was living anymore. Mm. And, um, what? it was really, it was a really tough dynamic. Um, so my father passed when I was 19 years old and ever since then things had kind of changed um, with everyone and I started to grow apart um, from my stepfather and mother and my sister too um, and it got to a point where I really just didn't fit in the house I grew up in anymore hmm. um, the, the, so my, fa- my, my father-in-law my stepdad and I would argue a lot and wouldn't talk for months the same with him and my mother, and it was just a very uncomfortable household. And the breaking point for that was when my childhood dog, Bella, died. <laughs> After she died, it was kind of a unspoken, unspoken agreement that I really kind of didn't have a purpose 
in that house and that it was that it was time for me to kind of get in my own space and kind of get away from the the drama or whatever yeah so the dynamic was already kind of broken after your dad passed mm-hmm. um and it just was really a matter of time yeah it, it it got to a point where it was just kind of it was just kind of unhealthy hmm. um mentally just you know it was we would go months without talking to each other and it got to a point where i would just spend all of my free time just in my room because i didn't want to be anywhere else and I had a good paying job for the, you know, the age I was at. And um, I found this apartment around around the corner and, you know, kind of got lucky and they gave it to me and, you know, it worked, it worked out really, really well. Did it improve your relationship? Yeah, it did. Um, you know, I think with any sort of relationship um, that... Any sort of complex relationship that you have with your family, space kind of always makes it better. Oh, yeah. yeah. I agree. I would agree. I completely I agree, with, agree with that. Yeah. Well, especially as you grow and you become an adult, um, you know, you, you're, you're at the point where, like you said, you're, you're earning a little bit of money. Um, and, and it does come to a point where you're making life decisions and... And things in your life may change, and and the dynamic changes, you right. know, and, and you know, not for nothing, but you guys had some particularly stressful things that were thrown at your family, mm-hmm. um, that that certainly didn't make dynamics and all that stuff easier for sure, right? Um, but so you so you come out the other side, and you're you're living on your own, mm-hmm. and um, so you kind of have at that point, you kind of have a little bit more. Uh, sense of yourself, maybe mm-hmm. you start getting into jujitsu and all this other stuff at that right. point, right? Um, yeah, I was I was already involved in jujitsu before I, I moved out, but yeah, I definitely had some. I had more free time to you know to train and kind of kind of figure yourself out. Yeah, for the most part, you know, and I, yeah. I think that's it's probably a good scenario to to kind of be in in that case you because you're I kind think, of growing into yourself. Yeah, I think that's good. I just want to say that you know, even like me, you know, that you kind of. You know, I've lost myself because I'm, if I'm not somebody's mom, I'm somebody's wife, and you have to kind of make sure, like you're saying, you are your own person. And I think that family has something to do with it, but a lot of it's within yourself, you know? Family kind of molds you, but you kind of have to find your own way. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, and I always had a kind of a feeling on on family, too, because um, growing up, as me, you know, I had a lot of pretty horrific examples of what... You were ignored a lot as a kid, Yeah, too. of what, what I what I expected a family to be. And, and you have two choices, right? You have your choices to become what you're shown or learn from what you're shown. Right. Right. And um, seeing you now, you know, three or so years later since, since you guys have gotten together, um, you're definitely... On the the family side, you want you want to to have the family around. You want you want to do family things and things like that, and you have the opportunity to do it with no stress and no pretense. Now, yeah, you know. Whereas maybe in, in you know when you're living at home, like I said, a lot of challenging things happen, and you're kind of outgrowing your environment. Um, but now you know it, it's it's different, and and you kind of learn. Um, you learn what you 
what you want in life from the positive and the negative examples that you're shown. You say, well, that's not the way I want to do things. Maybe yeah, that's this true. I'll, I'll give you true. an example. So um, one of the ongoing issues that I had with uh, my stepfather was um, you never knew what was going to kind of tick him off. He was um, he was a drinker mm-hmm. and um, saying the most normal thing could really just throw him into a tizzy. And um, that was when he would, you know, absolutely just go bananas and then we wouldn't talk for months. Um, The example that I want to share with what you're just talking about from how you learn with your family um, and to bring it back to Alex and I, whenever Alex and I argue, it will maybe last two hours. Um, because one, I refuse to go to bed angry, no matter how much I would want to kill her. I agree. Um, and two, about killing me. You agree about killing me? No. <laughs> 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 Thanks. No, but resolving. And and, and two, I, I feel like um, the more time that goes by, um, the worse it gets. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. getting getting things out on the table. Being honest and upfront about things is important, and and I like, I I have always said, and and I think we agree on this that I got to say something when you're done. Okay, but we kind of agree with. Um, th- there's also the thought that um, if you were even if you're yelling, you're still communicating. Right. You said that on your podcast. Yeah, it's very true. Yeah, and I think that it's it's when communication completely breaks down, and and nobody's talking, mm-hmm. and people are leaving, and all this other stuff. That it becomes a self-fulfilling toxic prophecy. We've done that. Yeah. We said, I'm out. I'm done. I've done that. Yeah. I'm done. I'm out. And, yeah. I'm like, okay. and it's, it's not really the most productive thing. Now, that being said, there are times where you may step away because you may say things you'd love to regret or all this other stuff. But that's, that's the dynamics of the argument as opposed to um, shutting the other person out. It's, but you know what? I came from a family where no one talked. We right. had a non-communication mm-hmm. where it would go like weeks and no one's talking. And my dad would say, go tell your mother this. My mother would say, go tell your father this. And I'm like, you know what? When I get married, I can't do this. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah because... We're in the same boat as you. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, it's crazy. Right. So just because of what you were shown. All right. This is too serious. So you guys, <laughs> so you guys have a delicious, lush wedding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so three apartments and a pit bull later. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's so really? you've mentioned her on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Too. she's bad. Yeah, she is bad. Um, <laughs> but um, but so you guys have uh, moved a couple of times. Yeah. Uh, a couple of a couple of places. There's a little bit of gunfire. Yeah, had somebody stabbing. Yeah, hostage crisis. Somebody's gonna blow up a door. Remember the knocking. Yeah, some oh, that, was not, that was not a fun day. We're yeah. laughing now. Oh that was not God. a fun day. I know. Yeah. She's yeah. like, oh gosh. Yeah, those are um, oh. those are definitely challenging times. But um, I'm happy for in a couple of respects that I know that one um, Alex will be protected, and two. Um, they they kind of made pretty rapid moves to at least extricate themselves. Yeah, I give them a lot of credit because that's it's tough moving. Yeah, from that's Jersey that's to that's real life stuff. Um, at least uh, at least even while they were in Jersey, just to extricate themselves from situations in which they did not feel comfortable. Well, we mm-hmm. jumped around jobs. We had you know work yeah. issues when he was with other jobs, and 
Yeah, in fact, I did Tommy's taxes last year, <laughs> and I think there were there was something like I don't know. 487 W-2s. <laughs> it's like, yeah, Tommy Weiser worked for us for 37 minutes. <laughs> you know? and, and no joke, the, the one from Moms was like that. It was yeah. like, he worked one hour. <laughs> yeah, Fridays was like, I'm not sure if he worked for us, but we're sending a W-2 anyway. My favorite right. story of Fridays, though, he said, he's like, yeah, yeah, I've worked in waiter. You know, I've been a waiter for first order. He gets, he spills the drinks on the people. <laughs> oh, God. He never went back. <laughs> Yeah, I wouldn't. Have, I wouldn't have gone back either. That's um, funny. So yeah, so he bounced around a little bit. I think that deserves a backstory because I think having a lot of jobs kind of makes me sound like a irresponsible <laughs> you person. Maybe. Yeah, trying to find your way. Kind of, yeah. But I, 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 real quick, I took a job um, with SEPTA. Um, any of our New Jersey or Philadelphia listeners know uh, that SEPTA is the Southeastern Pennsylvania Transit Authority. Um, and I, I worked, didn't know that. No? No. There you go. I thought oh. it's that tank that's under your house that holds your, your crap. Which is kind of actually how it turned out. Yeah. Right? Anyway, yeah. I don't, so I don't want to spend any time on this. Um, I took the job. I was in a position where I was making a lot of money. I think I was on track to make like like 50 grand in my first year um but i absolutely hated it it took up every single second of my life i hated the physical job it was awful then i left six months later and i was too proud to go back to whole foods which which was a stupid decision so i bounced around jobs until i got the nerve to go back to whole foods yeah which there turn, turns out to be a good move at right. the end of the day i definitely learned some things um in my, uh, we still learn things at our age, so yeah, yeah, and I'm convinced also, by the way, that there is no such thing as adulthood. We're just children that happen to to um, discover things that other children didn't tell us about. I bake cookies for a living. You're telling me, yeah, oh, but, but it's true. I mean, there there are times there are times in life though where some some like real life crap will come up, like hey, hey, your roof is leaking or some crap. I'm like, I have no idea what that means, and who am I going to call? Who's going to fix this? I mean, there's things I discover all the time, and it's not not because. There's really no such thing as a grown up. We're just a bunch of kids. Right. Yeah. You know, at the end of the true. day. Yep. Good. So you guys Great. have been. Uh, so you got married this past June. Mm-hmm. Right? Did you get married? They did. They so. did. Yeah. And they had. So. A, they had a lavish, <laughs> elegant ceremony. That was a nice wedding. It was, it was a very nice. Wedding. I'm glad you invited me. Yeah. I really I'm, had a good I'm, time. I'm glad you guys yeah. wrote the check. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Yeah. yeah. Me too. <laughs> my 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 wallet is still aching. <laughs> Um, that was a nice wedding. Yeah, worth every penny though. It was, it was, it was worth um, every penny because it's Tommy, right? And it was it was a oh, it was Tommy. a super nice uh, nice event. Really yeah, was. was, and everybody and that it went was beautiful. Oh, of and course. I'm happy it's over. Yeah, you know, it was yeah. very nice, but it's just a it lot. It was fun though. It was, it was a lot very of fun. fun. It's just a lot of stress and anxiety and planning. And when it was all over, I was like, "What do I do now? I have nothing to, to plan." After being in Greece for 10 days, we came home and we had one week to pack up everything in our entire lives and pack the dog and us and head on down to Florida. That was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So we we own a home in Florida and um, Victoria was going to come down and go to school. That is? Our middle child. Okay. Right, and um, she just graduated high school. You guys just got married, and then I have this brilliant idea to throw all of you into um, this cesspool 
of Florida. The, yeah. the real world. Out yeah, the real Springs. world. Yeah, exactly. So to throw everyone into this place and be like, here, everyone, let's just have a you know have a glorious it's like? life. It's like when you watch UFC and they're in it and they're yeah. in the yeah. Yeah, and, and that's what happens. So it's uh but but everybody has moved down here and again that's also a tremendous amount of change, especially for newlyweds. So you get married, you get off of a plane, you pack up everything in your life. It's crazy. And you you know, you come down here. Fortunately, um, you're able to secure your jobs and all this other stuff, and even that wasn't a cakewalk because you guys weren't in communication with with some of the people you needed to talk to and uh, Alex had, I guess, the fortunate scenario to have multiple stores that wanted her. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just one of those things where that's a, that's a lot to go on. So you think about it. So you guys get engaged, you get married, you move. You, so wait a minute, there's just two. movement when they got all engaged, over the place. When did you guys get engaged? When was that? September twenty fourth, uh, two thousand sixteen. Wow. And then the following summer. Was the the wedding? Yeah. The wedding only like nine or ten months later, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So you go through all that, and you guys had moved in between there again, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we were already in Marlton when we got engaged, but we had moved there. We'd been there for a few months, I think, when that happened. Um, yeah, we moved there probably in uh, June of that year because we got there, then instantly came down here. For with Disney with you guys, and yeah. then and then yeah, so we were probably so we there were for we were in Marlton the whole time. From engagement to, we stayed there a full year. Right, and then so they so you get married and you you like just literally just up and move. Yep. Yeah. Right, and and that's that is tremendously challenging. Um, no, for, I give them a lot of credit. Yeah, that's on really a lot difficult. of levels. I mean, just just the relocation uh, alone is difficult. You know, because of you know everything you're used to. You know, for you in particular, you know, we had moved a couple of times right. uh, with Alex. Uh, you know, when she was little, she lived in a, in three or four different places, and um, you know, you were very much a Philly guy. So you, so getting outside of Philly was really when you guys got together was really your first serious venturing out from that area. Yeah, it was. And then you bounced to Florida. <laughs> yeah. So what's that like? What's it like um, being down here? You know, besides the palm trees and the fact that it's 68 degrees right now on December 26th, um, there really isn't too much of a difference. Um, I don't know. I, I used to put a lot of stock in, you know, being from Philly and wanting to stay in Philly. Then I moved, then I moved to uh, New Jersey and I kind of got over it. And now I'm here in Florida. And honestly, it's a sappy, but... As long as I have Alex and now Aww. you guys, it really it really doesn't matter. When I was convincing the people in my life who didn't want me to come to Florida, um, that I was moving to Florida, I would always say, if they wanted to move to Syria, I'd be on the first plane to Syria. Oh, we're going to Syria. Uh, excellent. Oh. I love Syria. I love Syria, Syria with milk. No, you know <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Captain Crunch, perhaps? No I crunch berries, though. It's not my favorite cereal. Ugh. When you and I came down here a few days ago yes. with, with Christian and Allie, and I got out of the car, and it's like going from Jersey to here, it's like cold to warm. Yeah. And then I hear <laughs> that house that has the Christmas music playing, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, and the big, huge stocking. Yes. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? I'm in the dodgy end. Of Florida, and you know what? I like it. I like the dodgy it's end. Fine. And you know what I like about it? Because we're all together. 
That's right. what I like. Yes. Right. Yeah, and, it, and I think I think you said it right, Tommy. It doesn't matter. Um, you know where you are. Your your home is is the people around is the people you. around you, true. not the roof over true. your head. It's the reason why you don't go to Disney by yourself. Correct, and oh, I experienced you did that. that. I, did I did that too, yeah. and it's depressing. Yeah, I, I so I came down here for business once a couple of years ago, and I had uh, gotten tickets for Disney because I got them for free. Right, yep. and I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm as soon as the, my meeting is over, I'm like in my car. I go run up, throw shorts on, and I am out, and I'm in Epcot, and I'm walking around Epcot, going, "This is really not a whole lot." Hey, of she fun. kept texting me and Facetiming me and stuff, and I'm like, "Dude, yeah. I'm doing things." No, I'm Dude, kidding. Yeah. <laughs> so okay. I, what I did is I walked, I walked around um, the uh, the World Showcase. I stopped mm-hmm. in Japan, and t- they have a new little sushi place there. I got like a couple of rolls and bolted out left. He did. It, so because it's I, one of those things. It's the it's the people you're with that make the experience, not necessarily well, think of all, the place itself. Think of all of your favorite memories in your childhood and adulthood. Mm-hmm. Were you by yourself? No. Exactly. I and, was. And, and it wasn't even it wasn't even about <laughs> all right, get out of here. Yeah, <laughs> and, and it wasn't even about um, where I was in particular. Yeah. It's more the, what I was doing and the people I was with. Can I just say something? Sure. I, I asked him, and I want to ask her. Oh. What is it like growing up in this family? Oh, it's lovely. <laughs> no, I mean, really, you know, especially when me and Tommy were first getting to know each other, hearing how awful, you know, some of the things that he was telling me were, I was like, I don't really have any anything bad to say, you know? About like, my parents, anyway. Nothing, Yeah. <laughs> But nothing traumatic happened in my childhood. I had a very normal, happy childhood. We had, you know, fun summers and sleepovers and good holidays and birthdays. There was never a a major, you know, terrible thing that happened. I think I had a very smooth, standard childhood. Like a childhood that any kid could ask for. I, I had no complaints. What I yeah, always I liked, never had any complaints. What I always and liked I just, was that we were the cool parents. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, all my friends would always come over to our house. See, oh my gosh, they'd your mom's right in the door. alcohol. Great. They'd walk right in the door. You know, everyone was always welcome. <laughs> oh, I was yeah. always allowed to have boys and girls over. I mean, you know, at a decent age. But there was never strict rules on curfews no. or anything like that so I never felt the need to like act out or I never felt like it was unfair I you know I, I truly have no complaints. Well that's because I came from a very strict upbringing and I think yeah. it has a lot to do with it too because I realized that even if you're raised strict in a strict way you're going to do it anyway so you yeah. know and then poor Tommy was like what? I yeah. have to make Christmas cookies and wear an elf shirt. Have <laughs> to, to paint ornaments now. <clears throat> yeah, it's a whole different, whole different world. Right? <laughs> like your so, mother's crazy. Yeah, I have no complaints. It's a pretty easy question. Okay. Now, good. one one of the good. things that I noticed about you too. I want to do the game. We will after this one little observation, my love. And then Five we'll do the game. hours later. Pipe down, sister. Um, one thing that I think is actually very interesting, and I've noticed it happening with you, Alex, um, a while back. Um, you kind of got into the real world and you were, um, you know, doing your thing and you re- you recognize that making money is difficult and um, how expensive things are. Mm-hmm. And, you know, time comes and there's like the latest eye gadget is out there and Alex is not interested. 
She's like, I really don't care. I, if, if it works, that's fine and dandy. But you are not defined by um, social media, your reliance on social media. You, you're, not, you're not counting on that um, to showcase your existence by saying, I have 50 million friends. You could really care less about it. It's, it's, um, there are things that it gives you that, that give you some sort of value in your life, whether it's a calendar or I need to look something up or whatever, but you're not defined by your social presence. Right. And um, Tommy, I know for a fact, and we've had this discussion too, is exactly the same way. Now, so when you look at people who don't necessarily follow those guidelines who are around your age... Right. Mm-hmm. Do you notice a difference in the level of closeness between them and you guys? Because you guys are dealing with each other well, I think on a wholly, and wholly intimate level. And I'm not saying this in a, in a way to make them feel younger or, you know, but they're very mature. Yeah. And they're dealing with real world stuff. They are. Yeah. They are. Um, yeah. And I, I think it's interesting because at, at you know, your age... Um, you know, when we were at, at that age, you know, we were dealing with similar stuff. Um, we had some some turmoil going into. Yeah, but we didn't have cell phones at that age. No, we didn't. Um, but see, but they're in a world where everybody's I living know. this, I know. and they're not. They've kind no. of opted out. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so if you have friends who are highly connected, right? Do you find that you're at a different level of? Intimacy or or personal maturity because your relationship is not defined by any of those things. Your relationship is defined by real stuff. Right. I I feel like uh, the the issue with the social media is what what do you call it? Uh, something about blandness. It, oh, it, it weaponizes blandness. Yeah, and everyone Ooh, feels the need to share these minuscule details of their oh, lives. It's ridiculous. And so-and-so bought me this for Christmas. Let me post a picture of it. And, and to post... I, I'm not... I mean, Tommy doesn't have Instagram anymore. I, I still have mine. You know, I enjoy going on it when I don't have anything to do. But I, I'm not big into posting my business. I'm not I'm not out here oversharing my life. I'll post pictures of my dog. I'll post a picture from on vacation. But I'm not... I'm not putting our our business out there like That's a lot ridiculous. of people do. Even with Facebook statuses, people like to overshare every detail of their life and nothing is kept intimate or personal anymore. Even with people at work. I mean, we work with the same people. All of our coworkers are the same. So when I come home and tell him my day, he knows exactly who I'm talking about and vice versa. And some people at work just really choose to overshare their relationships and all their problems. And, and you know I'm just, what? I, is there anything that anyone keeps to themselves anymore? And I think they do that for one reason. To say, look what I have and you don't. I think it's a, I think yeah. it's to brag. And that could be mythical too. Right. You know, and that's what, like what Tommy was yes. saying. It's, um, they're taking, taking these, these, um, really, you know, mundane existences and trying to, you know, to, to promulgate some image that that really isn't even existing. Right. Well, one thing I took away from a podcast that I recently listened to, Joe Rogan podcast. Oh, give not a, ours. Give a plug. I listen to your podcast oh, on, every single time. I there's an know. episode out there. Alex, she tries. I'm not a big podcast person. <laughs> um, it's a male thing. I, I listened to this Joe Rogan podcast, and he had a guy on. Um, and I listened to this podcast that probably. 
six times, and it's a three-hour podcast. Yeah. Um, his name is uh, Sebastian Jogger. Sebastian. Jogger. Younger. I think Jogger. Jogger or something like that. Hmm. Um, and they were talking about social media, and the one thing that he talked about was how social media never gives you a break from other people's opinion of you. And your brain needs a break from the anxiety of what other people think about you. Mm -hmm. Um, In today's day and age, you know, you can never escape the opinion of your peers. And that is almost crippling to the human mind. Um, And that is exactly why I deleted my Instagram. (laughs) Um, And the only sort of social media that I have is Snapchat. Where I have maybe 13 friends, and I really only do it to send goofy pictures of the dog to Alex. And that is really all I do. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. No, that's, I think it's good, and I think it's healthy. And I think in, in this world, that kind of take on a, on, a, on a... Well, that kind of take on a real relationship, I think, um, will carry them much further than people who are, who are leading you know, the, these false existences... Through social media and showing things that that aren't really there Listen, or, or presenting. I'm not on Facebook. I'm not on right. any of that stuff well, because I just can't. Another that. another point I'll make too is our we were lucky enough that our relationship, our the foundation of our relationship was never based on social media That's in true. any way, shape, yeah. or form. It's true. We never had previous opinions of each other. We were never able to look at profiles. I was never able to find him on social media, though I tried. He, you know, he didn't exist on social media and he couldn't really find me either because all my accounts are private. So we had very unbiased opinions going on our first date and even following our first date. I, it's not, hey, let me follow you on Instagram or I see some pictures of you from 2015 on a, on a trip. You know, it's, it's, everything was like a very clean slate and I probably didn't even, you probably didn't ask for my number until, you know. A few weeks later, because we would see each other at work, and that's where we would we were face to face, real life discussions. There was no social media foundations. I, I at do all. I I do think you're incorrect on that one. On what? When I got your number, because was it sooner it was yeah it, it was, was before Ireland yeah it was it, yeah it was before Ireland and I'm pretty sure it was like two days after our first date but even with that we didn't text a lot no we didn't we didn't we would text to make plans and that was about it there yeah. was never like mm. flirting over text message and nope. stuff we would see each other at work and talk but it was generally to to do just that to make plans although, although there was one um snapchat one very clean uh, Snapchat that you sent me that triggered me to get in a car and drive to Ashburn, Virginia. Yeah. Wow. That, that is... We can thank social media for, for that one. Wow. Thank you, Snapchat. But, but to pull it back it to... A, go ahead. Go it ahead. was a clean Snapchat. Yeah, yeah. She went... Um, She was working at a Whole Foods. She was opening a store and um, she had, I guess, the day off because she was working overnights. She went to a mall in Virginia and she bought a romper and she sent me a picture of her in this romper. And <laughs> I love I, rompers. And I, I can tell you exactly what I was doing. I got home from work. It was about 4.30. I was I was texting my friend about how I was going to meet him at jiu-jitsu because him and I were going to jiu-jitsu and I was eating a rotisserie chicken on the floor. <laughs> Nothing has changed. Yeah, Nothing has changed. Nothing has changed. It's all good. And she said me that snapchat and i picked up the chicken put it on um my kitchen counter 
packed a bag, got in the car, went to 7-Eleven for toll money, and got to Ashburn, Virginia, probably in about, I don't know, two or three hours? Yeah. Yeah. Knocked on my door with a backpack. I had no idea he was coming. I was like, I knew that was cute. That was really cute. cute. Yeah. Yeah. It was very nice. And And and, and, shout out to the rompers, except (laughs) except for the part where you have to pee and you are just naked. But still you are just naked. Rompers are great. I hate that. If the people who make rompers are listening, send us rompers. I like rompers. We like rompers. Romper room. So let me ask a a question that's but uh, I'm sorry. What so what happened after I got to Ashburn. You said you loved me. Oh, yeah. I remember that. I was like, that was really sweet. Yeah. That is very sweet. Well, I, I was so nervous before I said that, that my leg was shaking. And it wasn't like shaking oh. like, you know, a little vibration. Like, my thighs were going up and down. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Wow. Alex, look at you with the power. Well, you know. Mm-hmm. I want to ask a question. Yeah. Um, is your spouse, I can say that now, your thought of what someone should look like. You know what I mean? Is it like the characteristics of what you have in your head? You know what I'm saying? So does she, no. fit, does she fit your mold or what your ideal person would have been? Gotta tell you. Physically. Something I, I've always said is that I've never really had a type. Hmm. Oh, um, okay. Um, I mean, I don't, I, I don't know. I'd see, say yes. Uh, see, yeah. I would say that I, I know that I, I had a type. I, I liked petite, light-eyed women, and Laura clearly liked obese, pear-shaped people. <laughs> Who doesn't? Every, everybody loves a good pear. Yeah. Uh, today I'm particularly bo- boskish, should I say? <laughs> um, yeah. I never had a, a type, but I if you do look in my track record, I, I did tend to go for dark hair and light eyes. You did. Yeah. yeah. I don't do that on purpose. No, it's and just now, now you have gray hair. Oh. Yeah, and, 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 and blue eyes. As I'm graying by the at twenty six. Alright. That's all good. Or I'm twenty five. I'm not twenty six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah you're old. I just aged myself. Do we wanna do can we do a game? You can yeah. do a game. One it's, thing before the game. I just wanna no. pull, pre-game. I just no. wanna pull back to so, I just wanna I just We're wanna finish the, the social media topic. The pull back to um uh the current day. Um <laughs> Alex and I just returned from a sushi date. Sushi date. Sushi date, which was uh, spectacular. And uh, is she having a baby? I knew yeah. you were going to say that. <laughs> I don't and, you know, know. This would be a really what good way. What kind of sushi place is this? I don't, this yeah. would be a really good way to that tell you. That would have been you, cool. I would have lost my Gotta crap. break your heart. No. Yeah, you lost your shit right yeah, now. Yeah, I know. I was so, but no, I was, everyone can calm don't down. Don't tell me. Now what are you going to say? The only thing I was going to say is that the entire time her and I oh. were ordering food, waiting for our food, and we were there a good while. You were. I, I don't think we looked at our cell phones once. Yeah, and you can good. and you can look around at restaurants nowadays and just see people just on their phones flipping with their finger, looking at their feed, not even in the moment, not even enjoying the person two feet in front of them. I have to say, after the non-pregnancy thing, I didn't hear anything you said. Really, I have I'm, to say, I'm really, uh-huh, I'm really I'm lost. Like, How do we get from sushi no, to pregnancy? I don't. I don't know. It I don't know. It sounded like you were making an announcement. It did. Oh, okay. Yeah. We're gonna make a. We are getting here. another pit bull. That's there our announcement. That's an announcement. All right. Let's do the game. And do the game? Yeah. Dun, dun, okay. So. Okay. We have the newlywed game. So tell us the rules of the newlywed game. Lovely hostess Laura. <laughs> Cue it up, sister. Lay it out for me. Hit me with the big one. Come on, lover. I'm waiting. Allie just barked. <laughs> 
<laughs> now, I don't know if that means a farts are coming, but tell us how do we play this newlywed okay, game. So with the typical questions, you are going to answer the way your spouse would answer about you. Okay. So I'm answering. So how example Tommy would answer. Right. So example yep. would be, um, who is your spouse's favorite funny guy? And you would say, um, we always use this as the example. Good. Laura would say Danny McBride. That's correct. I don't know for you. So this is this kind of shows how much you know about what your spouse is uh, is thinking or their right. likes or dislikes. How well they know you, right? Yeah. So let's okay. go for it, Laura. Okay. Bring me so, to town. So this one is not what I just said. <laughs> this one is what you think. So one word to describe your spouse. So am I speaking yes, for, for yourself for right myself. now? Uh, yeah. One word to describe mm-hmm. Tommy. What's Tommy gonna? Yeah. What's Tommy? No, 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 What's Tommy gonna say about no, 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 you? No, no, it's no, not no, that. No, it's not that's that. too confusing. She's gonna do. She's gonna use one. This word happens every time, by the way. I think Tommy. these rules are just bad. Can I just answer the yes. question? Yes. Go go go. Yeah. Okay. Um, one one word. word to describe him. Caring. Oh. Um, I would say the one word to describe Alex, which we never say our names, that's so weird. I know. Um, is the same thing that I tell you every day. What? Which is what? What do you tell me every day? That you're beautiful. Okay. Oh. <laughs> okay. All right, so bring me to question number two, my little lady. Okay, where was the first kiss? I'm pretty sure we can answer this one together. Okay, mm-hmm. one, two, three. Bye bye, bye, bye baby parking <laughs> lot. <laughs> bye bye baby parking lot. So what is a bye bye baby parking lot? Well, it was it was basically the work parking lot. It was you know we worked in the little strip mall where Whole Foods first... was, but we didn't where our first kiss was. Mm-hmm. But after um, where our, did we go? Our third day, we went to get Italian food. We went to Wegmans, and then we went to Knight Park. In Collingswood. In Collingswood. Just wandering around. Yeah. And the first kiss was when I uh, was dropping you off at your car. Mm -hmm. And there was some stalling happening. Yeah. And some Aerosmith playing. Yep. There was Aerosmith. Aerosmith. Yeah. No. When did Steven Tyler walk in? Stop. I'm singing. I am an artist. Okay. That so was it. so okay. the bye 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 birdie parking was lot. It, was it a good first kiss? It was all right. <laughs> Thanks, Allie. No, it was yes, good. Allie says the kiss was good. It was good. Okay. That's very nice. So here's a tough one. What did your spouse wear on the first date? It it's may not, not be a tough that's one. That's not a tough one. I'll take that first. Um, so what did she. Yeah. Good. So she wore uh, chef pants and. <laughs> And a Hanes white T-shirt. Well, that is sexy in a box. And she also and she also had Crocs on. <laughs> oh man! I was caught a bit off guard. Okay, so I was in my kitchen work clothes. <laughs> what was? You know, it was my sparkling personality. That's what did it. I just love. I love that that perfect flower print you had on your thigh. You also had a uh, messy bun. I did. Well, I had hat hair all day. I was, you know, I wear a hat at work. Yeah, sloppy bun. That's fine. So what was uh, Tommy wearing? Oh, I don't know. Probably just 
jeans, work boots, and a Whole Foods t-shirt, if I boots had to guess. and shorts. It wasn't, wasn't a Whole Foods t-shirt. No. Oh, it was a t-shirt I still own to this oh. day. Oh. Yep. oh. Yeah, I knew, was, I knew you would get it. It was the uh, Gracie, uh, the, yeah. what the hell is the dude's name? Haley Gracie. There you go. And boots and shorts. Not shorts. We weren't allowed to wear shorts in Jersey. It was definitely some sort of work pants. The one that you ripped the hole in the groin. Dickies? Wow. <laughs> no, I think there's... You just... ripped a hole in your pants? Your dickies? <laughs> no, I... I... <laughs> um, yeah, it's... I don't know why this happens to me, but any, any sort of material that's not cotton or polyester um, gets a rip. In the, it's, in the, it's because in the of the grill. way when you worked in grocery and you'd have to go to the lower shelves, you would squat down in a way that would rip every single pair of pants like that. Yeah. Did you go into like catcher position? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that would do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, unless you're hung like a proverbial horse. And, right. and I'm not. So oh, it was right. definitely you the catcher position. Yeah. Hey, I, I'm with you. I pee out of the pimple. <laughs> here. It's all good. Okay. Next question. Shoot. Which is your least favorite date? Oh. What do you think Alex is going to say? Our least favorite date. Mm-hmm. So, you know, after the third date, all the dates are kind of a blur. Are we talking about like first dates? Like, no. Was there, was there one day that just didn't go well? Day or day or date? Date. Uh, either. How about that? Oh, that's a tough one. That is a tough one. Don't we just skip that one? Um, can we come back to it? We Let pass. We pass. Pass. Okay. Pass, Chuck. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> The most unusual thing, here we go, that happened on the wedding day. A goofy hmm. thing. Something goofy or something that stands out in your head that you're like, I can't believe that happened. Gotta tell you with that one, like, of all the stress and anxiety leading up to that day, that day was flat out perfect. I gotta be honest. Yeah, I... What, so what was the question? The most unusual thing that happened on the wedding day. Hmm. Mm. Well, it could be something it's, funny. It's it not, could be something... It's not usual that you marry your best friend and then end up eating chicken fingers at midnight in Center City, Philadelphia. That would be unusual. That was unusual. I didn't Have eat anything. Uh, oh, my. Right before we were getting introduced to the reception... Oh my god, that Matt, was so funny. They they brought some food in oh. to the bridal suite for us and Matt wanted mac and cheese and it was in my hand and he starts eating the mac and cheese out of my hands with my dress on. So there's like ten people around me with like all hands on deck that making sure funny. he doesn't spill anything. That was funny. Yeah. Also when I couldn't get the ring on your finger. Oh yeah, because it was humid. Very, oh, yeah, you it was up? really yeah. hot that day. Mm. Oh, and we also—it's unusual that we had our dog at the wedding. Yeah, that was yeah, really that is cool. unusual. That was and, I, and that See? worked out. She was a huge hit. She she's, was. she's adorable. She she's is a good girl. Yeah, that was okay. I, I I think those are good answers. Okay. Yeah. All right. So here we go. Yeah. Your spouse's favorite food. Mm, what's Tommy's favorite food? Salad. Oh my god! Seriously, salmon. Is she right? What is... Oh, yeah, absolutely. What is Alex's favorite food? Chicken nuggets and or avocados. Yeah. That's wow. Good. Also, sweet potatoes are on the list. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. for a reason. Well, well actually, actually yams. More, more yams than sweet potatoes. Sweet potatoes. Yeah, I, I could vouch for the yams. chicken nuggets and chicken fingerish type of thing. She was she's always more of a chicken tender she girl. always. Yeah. yeah. I'll never a, grow out of that. No, you never no. will. It's like your go-to thing, right? It's like It's, it's always safe. It, it is always safe. It's always safe. However, I did have a chicken tender from McDonald's that the other day. 
I was not very good. It was, it was a little gummy. I think there was like chicken lips no, involved. Well, you won't catch me at McDonald's. So. Well, I had to because yeah. of obvious okay, reasons. Okay, okay, okay. Yes, okay. sorry. Right. This isn't about me, Laura. Next stop, stop, stop oh, making me the, answer these questions. Why are the hosts talking? This is oh confusing. Oh my goodness. This is weird. <laughs> isn't this an interview? This, your spouse's favorite movie. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's Tommy's Tommy boy? <laughs> and but more serious movie, The Shawshank Redemption. I thought it'd be Love Actually. That's uh, yeah. no, that's number two. Because <laughs> it's actually because it's actually so number it's two. Really it's really Shawshank actually, Redemption. Yeah, and yeah. I've never seen that. It's very good. It is a very good well, movie. Um, if I the, the, I we. You never give me a definite answer with favorite movie. I'm very indecisive. You're not, yeah, I don't even know you're not very, movie. I would have to say it's Harry Potter and the Deadly Hallows Part 2. Probably. Yeah, I would say it's Harry Potter or something. There. Hmm. Okay. Good. Look at them. They're, they're like scoring it up the big Here's time. Here's a good one. The one thing that irritates your spouse. Chewing. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, Tommy. Oh, yeah. yeah. I remember that one. One thing that annoys you. <laughs> yeah. Is well for me when I ignore you. Okay. That anno- that annoys you. Mm-hmm. Other people, I I don't know. You don't like when people call you bud. Don't like that. No. <laughs> oh. I didn't know. That. I don't. Even, I don't even like when people call me Thomas or. I mean, I'm okay with Tom because I have to be okay with that. Yeah. Like, it'd be unfair for me to say don't call me Tom, but I introduce myself as Tommy. That's my name. So you are therefore henceforth. Tommy. And you guys, and to give you guys credit, you never called me Thomas or no. Tom or no. Bud or anything like that. It was always it was always Tommy, which was nice. Yeah, because okay. you are. Okay. You'll, you'll throw a sport every now and then. Up there, sport. But that's the, that's, that's Leonardo DiCaprio. Hey, champ. Yeah. yeah, champ. Yeah. It's up there, sport. All right, your spouse's <laughs> biggest phobia. Mm-hmm. Like a fear. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's Alex's biggest fear? Do you think? Oh mm-hmm. my God. There's about 50 of them. Yeah. There is, um... <laughs> I know my daughter like a book. <laughs> um, bugs. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like bugs. Um, becoming fat. Yeah. Becoming, becoming <laughs> fat. fat. What kind of, I don't know what phobia or that, that's called. It's a fear. Yeah. It's a, it's a fatophobia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fatophobia. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, yeah, but we'll call it, we'll call it chunkomania. <laughs> Um. Other than that, you, I mean, you don't like scary movies. This is true. So scary yeah. movie phobia. Don't mm. like scary movies. Yeah, fear. Uh, so fear. really, anything that would be considered a scary movie, um, clowns. I, I I don't know, but I would have to say bugs. Bugs like, would be your yeah, number one. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. So what about him? Monkeys. Yeah. You're afraid of monkeys. Uh, and, You're afraid of monkeys. They will tear your arm out hurts, without right? even thinking. Yeah, and they, as they, much, they're absurdly strong. Like, oh my god! Yes, they are. What was the other one? As much as he loves seeing big birds from a distance, like falcons and hawks, also he knows that they could rip your eyeballs out. Yeah, yeah. And you have I to respect them. Yeah, two thousand, three thousand pounds. Also, there's, there's one other animal 
in that family Bats? that I'm I'm afraid of. One other animal in that family, like yeah, the bird family. In the bird family, yeah. There's one particular thing. Oh, those freaking red duck. No, red yeah. Well, yes, that, that, that's a that's a new that's a Florida new one. But no, there's another kind of bird ostrich. that that just freaks me out, and I can't explain why. I don't know. I want to say ostrich, but I don't know. No, flamingo. No, uh, peacocks. Peacocks. Oh, I did know that. How about a peahen? What's a peahen? That's the girl. I don't know. Peacocks freaked me out. <laughs> and I think it was because when I was a kid, I was at the zoo and I saw a bird and he was just sitting there and I'm like, oh, hi, little bird. And then all of a sudden, he just did his whole peacock thing and it freaked me out. And to this day, no thanks. I didn't like tortoises. Yeah. Oh, I remember that. Oh, yeah. And Discovery yeah. Island, Disney. She was like, oh, oh. We showed her this tortoise. It was like 5,000 years old if it was a dead. <laughs> And he's, million feet but he's was he humping another turtle? No, 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 oh. no, no, no. Anyway, so but, but he's like this, and she's like, ah, ah. I found video freaking. Did out I get cracked on by a bird during that? Yeah, I did. did. It was a horrible day. Really. <laughs> it truly was. It was horrible. I got crapped on by a bird, and she was afraid of the fifty and bats, million year old turtle. Like bats, we went through the thing, and animal came up. Remember, we want to watch the bats, and we're like, yeah. oh, no, no, bats don't bug me. No. Hmm. You have another question? Yes, last one. Who would play your spouse in a movie? Mm. Who would I... And it oh. could not just by looks, could be personality. Who would play I Alex? Think, I think you know who I would want to play you. You 100% know that. And I know who you would want to play me. Go ahead. I would have to say Leo. No, if I'm thinking you, if I'm thinking of you, your personality. No, oh my... Per- oh, I thought you meant like looks... Or actors we have crushes on. That's fine too. Okay. But it's by personality. Like, who do you uh, think? Well, it's well, hard it's to say because actors, actors don't have personality. They, yeah, they. It's a good point. They take in they personality. They impersonate people. Yeah. yeah, but there's some. They're big liars. That, you know. That's called a bad actor. I'm a, like, I'm a Helena Bonham Carter. That would be my. Weird. Oh, so okay, oh, so yes. so you mean like their general yes. role? Yes. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. That's so so who would Alex want to play her? I mm. say Marty from Girls. No, she's terrible. I oh. liked her. We all know Tria Shoshana. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Like. I was there, and then, like, oh, my God, like, yeah. I don't know. That's tough. I don't know either. I've been told that you look like Casey Affleck. Uh, he does, actually. Yeah. Um, my boy's Wicked Smart. Wicked Smart. <laughs> there you go. He got nominated for an Oscar, didn't he? Casey yeah. Affleck? Yeah. yeah. For, um, be a good for, old for Manchester by the Sea. Banana Flack. Yeah. Banana one. Flack. Banana Flack. Um, I, I could see, like, Matt Damon. I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I don't know. For but me, what about obviously, Alex? For you, obviously I, I look I, like Scarlett Johansson. No, no, I, I think I, I think I have a, a good one for you, and maybe it's not, and you're gonna hate it. Um, Gwyneth Paltrow. <gasps> oh, I no. love her. Then how about um, I'm gonna get her name wrong. Um, Kate. <laughs> Kate um Hudson? Upton. Kate Hudson. Kate Hudson. How about Kate Hudson? Eh, maybe. Okay. Minus like the whole eating. Alright, you know, if thing. I'm picking if I'm picking the actress that I want to, to play, yeah, yeah. Anne Hathaway. That's his there favorite. You go. Anne Hathaway. Anne that's, Hathaway. That's my celebrity crush. Who did mm. you say before that? You said Kate Hudson. Kate Hudson? Who was before that? Uh, Gwyneth. Yeah, I see Gwyneth. I see Gwyneth too. 
Did she did she get nominated for an Oscar? Yeah, for Romeo and Juliet, or what it was called. No, yeah. it was Shakespeare called uh, in Shakespeare in Love. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and she also got beheaded her. in seven, so she oh, did good. get beheaded What's in the seven. Box? Yeah. What's in the box? What's in the box? We're done. We are done. So, Bye. children, I would like to thank uh, this young couple for their candid and perfect responses to our our quite probing questions. And uh, uh, but we do really appreciate having you guys on it, and we've been looking forward to this for a really long time. Same. Um, we love like you both. A week. <laughs> we love you both um, very much, and uh, I think this went very well. I do too. They were really Thank good. Thank you for having podcasts. us. Yeah. yeah, and I think it's good to get the the perspective of of a true new couple. Um, you know, as opposed to people who've been around the block a lot. You know, wow, these guys are coming at it from a different perspective, and I think yeah, that true. that perspective, um, you know, rounds out a lot of. Um, the relationships and things that we talk about and we look at, and I think it gives a it gives a, a really uh-huh, good uh-huh, uh-huh, and uh-huh. and that's that would be Laura telling me that I'm belaboring the point. Blech. So anyway, uh, thank you all for listening and go out and subscribe, love us, like us. I thought you were going to say the go out thing, and procreate. Procreate, <laughs> yeah. Go out and and uh, you know fl- uh, frolic and and let your Tommy loins. Like yes. well, before we sign off, I just want to say it's an honor to be on this podcast, an honor to be a part of this family, Give and of, twenty, and of course, an honor to be this one's partner. Oh, and, and I love you. That's super sweet. We bring couples together all the time. We do. Mm-hmm. Next will be Allie and uh, and Chelsea. Can oh. bring them on? Oh, oh Tria's going to be on here. Oh, yes. That mm. should be fun and exciting. Tria and Chick-fil-A. Yes. <laughs> Chick- sponsored by. Sponsored by Chick-fil-A. So yeah, again, I just um, want to say, too, that, you know, I love them dearly and, you know. It's oh, very nice. Came, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, uh, a great addition to the family. Yes, he, he fits right in like a glove. Um, so uh, go out there, like us, love us, tell your friends to listen, um, and please give us a, a positive review uh, out there on iTunes or however you're you're getting us. And uh, we will be back with another perfect podcast soon, and we will see you soon. See ya. Bye. Bye.